0: A sea of strange dreams is sweeping all around the world. This is our quest to decode them. I'm Alex Morgan. I'm a journalist and a vivid dreamer. And through this series, we're exploring what our dreams reveal about the hidden depths of our minds. In this, the finale of our first season, we're joined by Steve Hargrave. Steve is an entertainment correspondent who has spent years interviewing the great and the good from Hollywood and the music industry we're gonna be talking about what it means when celebrities pop up in our dreams. By our side to make sense of it all, as always, will be Teresa Chung, the best-selling dream author and our dream decoder here on the podcast. So make sure you're sitting or lying comfortably. Tuck yourself in and join us on the journey into your dreams. Steve,
1: it is wonderful to have you on the show. How are you doing? Alex, it is a real joy and pleasure. I cannot stress that enough. As you know, I've been talking to you about your podcast. I'm a big fan. I even dreamed about your dream podcast. So this is very timely and is a big <laughs> moment for me.
0: Well, look, it's great to have you on. And it's also great because for a change... Uh, You're the one answering the questions. You're not the interviewer. You're the interviewee, as it were. So how does it feel to be uh, on the other side?
1: (laughs) My finger's hovering over the uh, hang up and exit (laughs) button as we speak, just in case this goes any places we don't want it to go. No, it's a a real pleasure. Like I said, I I love the, the podcast and the concept of it and the is it about dreams, is it therapy? You know, it goes so deep. And I love... Dreams, and I love finding out that idea of you know what our brains are subconsciously kind of whirling around and what's going on in there and what it may mean and reflect on in real life. So when you said you were doing this podcast, I was fascinated. To come on is a is a real pleasure so far, but I may regret it.
0: <laughs> you won't regret it, Steve. You won't regret it. Right. Well, first of all, I've devised a quick fire game, and this is to show people really the true range of celebrities you've interviewed. So um, I'm going to give you a series of names. I'm going to try and catch you out by finding someone you haven't
1: interviewed. Are you ready? Okay, go on, Alex, I'm ready. Okay, Will Smith. Yes, I rapped with him. Anne Hathaway. Yes, quite a few times. Robbie Williams. Yeah, I went to his house like the end of last year. Daniel Craig. Well, interview Daniel Craig. He he doesn't like interviewing, but I have occupied the same air as him and he did grunt at me. Dolly Parton. I have. That's my highlight. I'll never, ever get better than that. I sang on ukulele With Dolly Parton whilst wearing a uh, Kenny Rogers beard, obviously. (laughs) Johnny Depp. Well, you know, not recently, obviously. Johnny doesn't really want to uh, answer my calls right now. But yeah, back in the day, (laughs) have sat down with Mr. Depp. Amber Heard. I have interviewed Amber Heard, pre-Johnny. Very different Amber. Pre-Johnny.
0: We shall shall ask no further questions on that one. Um, (laughs) Margot Robbie.
1: Oh, yes. I spend most of my time working for an Australian TV network. So Margot Robbie is the uh, local girl done good. So, So many chats with lovely Margot.
0: Okay, Meghan Markle. All right, you got me there. No, I haven't. I haven't. Got I you haven't. The end. There you go.
1: Oprah. You know, it was between me and Oprah, and <laughs> she went. <laughs> she went with Oprah. There were very high-level discussions, but sadly missed out. <laughs>
0: Well, Steve, look, you have interviewed, quite clearly, so many of the big stars. And for this podcast, where we're talking about dreams and, of course, getting celebrity guests on, uh, as I've said, look, it's perfect getting you on because this week we're talking our dream theme of the week, dreams about celebrities. So I'm very curious with with so many of these names, you know, you're interviewing them, you're meeting them. Do any of them show up in your dreams?
1: There's a very, I think, peculiar to my job sort of angle on that in that I often dream about how I'm going to do an interview in a way that people take work to bed and I suppose people's dreams would would probably end up reflecting any job that you did. Mine, of course, inherently will be, oh, can I do that with them? Can I be this silly or can i ask this question will i get away with it is that too much so i often take those thoughts to bed i'm a pretty bad sleeper to be honest alex and then somewhere in the dreams these things will pop up and it will be half almost my brain doing its homework at the same time there are other occasions you know when completely random celebrities will pop up for no reason and i'll have those sort of classic i'm on a stage or i'm in a moment with a with a famous person and suddenly everyone's looking at me like a lot of people sort of have those dreams so so it sort of goes two ways Sometimes it's very work-heavy. Other times, random celebrities. What the hell are you doing in my dream? <laughs>
0: what are you doing in my living room? Yes. <laughs> kind of dreams, yeah. Um, I mean, we think we know celebrities, don't we? Particularly uh, people we follow on social media. We feel we see them every day. There's a sense that they're in the magazines. They're all around us. But I'm really curious about what you think are some common misconceptions people have. You know, what, what do we get wrong about celebrities,
1: That's a really good question, Alex. And I do think it just really goes to this idea that you do not know everything about a celebrity. Even if you think you're their number one fan there's only a certain amount of themselves they're really giving over to the public I think I'm endlessly surprised by especially now we have social media of course and when I started doing this you know I'm a dinosaur that wasn't around things have really changed where people believe they can see everything and know everything about a person but in the same way that anyone walking down the street may well give a view of themselves they want to give at that time that's what celebrities are always doing you know they're always kind of making sure they're seen in a certain way and when the cameras aren't there they may be a different way i think that's healthy to try and remember that to try and understand it and in an odd way a lot of this kind of backlash in a weird way against famous people that we've sort of seen recently and in terms of people trying to spout opinions and then people trying to pick them up and and argue about it is is because really people just forget that they are people with with faults and all inherently that, that, that go along with the job so i think it just is that important thing to remember that as much as you may be a big fan, you don't really know that person. And I will join in that because people go, oh, what was Robbie Williams like to interview or what was so-and-so like to interview? And I always preface my answer with, well, from my point of view as a journalist who spent Ten minutes with them they were lovely but you do not know what what they're like when that door closes and you've <laughs> left you know they're like you and I they, they can have different sides to their personalities and just because we think Instagram means we got a view into someone's life I, I really don't think that's quite the case it's all quite a kind of carefully choreographed, manufactured game, this notion of being famous. So uh, I think the more we remember that, the healthier it is because people don't get trapped in that idea of just trying to be one thing. We should all be many, many different multifaceted characters.
0: And that's why I think dreams are so fascinating, because when you do speak to somebody you know who is well known and they talk about a dream that you've had, you think, oh my gosh, I'm not the only person who has that dream. It's this weird feeling where you think, Oh yeah, of course, they are just a human being who puts their clothes on in the morning and drinks their cup of tea or whatever, just like I do, just because I think we do get this sort of sense of being starstruck by people. And and let's face it, there are whole industries which make their money by marketing these people as different, as special, as worthy of emulation. And I think what's lovely about your interviews, what I hope is fun about the podcast, is that we see people for who they are, you know, or a little glimpse of that anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It it is... uh... Perhaps a perhaps a more grotesque, uh, not not nice way of thinking about it. Everyone always says, you know, they just go to toilet like you and I. Well, we don't <laughs> want to dwell on that imagery, do we? But ultimately, that's what it's all about. You know, we are we are all human. Demon. We are yeah. exactly we are all kind of equal on that level, irrespective of people's. and money and wealth and all that sort of things. I speak to people who are, you know, multi-millionaires and I'm in my very nice little one-bedroom flat. But none of this matters, you know. We're just people existing. It's a very existential kind of conversation now. But ultimately, (laughs) that's what makes me like my job. I think if I was in awe of celebrities, really believed it, you know, got ridiculously excited all the time, it wouldn't be the same window on that world. And I've said many times that if I was like that, I don't think I'd still be doing it.
0: Well, one of the things you have said all the way through this interview, and I think through a lot of your career, is that you love surrealist stuff. It's very clear to anybody who's seen your work. Uh, and if you can entertain, let's face it, if you can entertain uh, showbiz audiences on you know Down Under and here in the UK, as you do, it, it, you're appealing to something fun. Now, I've got to ask you then, when you go to sleep, when you dream, are your dreams a sort of palace of jokes and comedy as your work is or do you perhaps have a side that's a bit more anxious i I don't know you know it can go two ways with people who are very extroverted
1: well dr alex i'm just lying down (laughs) onto the couch uh, for this part of the interview um to be honest i think that is the kind of you've hit the nail on the head actually really it is this mixture this kind of joyous mixture that I love a great surreal dream like anyone who wakes up in the morning and has the most ridiculous dream that you want to share which you know is the basis of this podcast of course that that is a great joy thinking, why does my head think of these things? Where did that come from? If it's funny, then that's great. If it's enjoyable and jokey, then those moments are wonderful. There is, however, this other side, which is, you know, like most of us caught up in the modern world, has a lot going on. And I think there's that kind of idea of your head always wanting to create something um, not necessarily art it might might be art with a capital f at the beginning but your head's always whirling around with that idea of oh i want to make something i want to make something and i find switching that bit off quite hard so i think i take that to sleep and then i think those dreams that manifest from those moods are incredibly different because those times they are quite anxious dreams, quite stressful dreams, quite short, you know, up and down, awake, asleep sort of dreams, and and it's a very peculiar difference to that laughy, jokey, all singing, or dancing, musical one that I do have sometimes.
0: <laughs> well, whether it's singing or dancing or anything uh, off you know off the wall, don't worry, Teresa Chung, our dream decoder Steve, is standing by. Teresa's heard it all, and she will decode them for you. So. I know you've brought two dreams to the podcast, two dreams you would like to have interpreted. So let's dive into the first one. What have you got for us?
1: Okay, well, this is, again, what I find fascinating, recurring dreams. I know you speak about why do these things come around. My recurring dream that I've had for so many years I can't remember is me travelling on kind of on an aeroplane, but it almost feels a bit like some sort of futuristic spaceship, lots of big glass windows. And we're kind of floating and flying and circling around different obstacles and then landing in strange places like in the middle of forests. Um, Sometimes with this whatever it is sort of craft i feel like i'm flying it like i'm in charge of it and other times it feels like i'm literally just like a passenger like on a plane and i'm kind of excited by getting a nice seat or a nice window view you know those things we used to be excited about when we used to get on those things called planes oh Um, imagine that steve yeah imagine that (laughs) um sometimes this dream is relaxing in the way that I'm floating through the air it always feels like I'm going somewhere sometimes I'm floating and drifting and it's pleasant other times it's rickety it's swerving in and out of buildings it's crash landing and it feels incredibly stressful and I can wake up from those those ones almost feeling like ugh. Oh, okay. it's all right. I'm not on that strange uh, sort of craft anymore. So I've never quite worked out, you know, why I have this dream or where it is I'm going or what it indeed means. Oh, I like it. A
0: space themed dream. Well, now we're joined by Teresa Chun, our Dream Decoder, author of the Dream Dictionary A to Z. Hello Teresa what do you make of Steve's dream?
2: Oh I loved hearing you two chat I could just I wanted to have a cup of tea and just keep listening because Alex I'm sure this podcast is therapy for you.
0: Oh yes I can absolutely. hear you talking about awkward
2: interviews.
0: Um, <laughs> I tell you Teresa most people need something stronger than a cup of tea uh, when they're listening to Steve and I chatting that's for sure.
2: <laughs> can I can I just jump in? Absolutely, yes.
0: Uh, Go for it, yeah.
2: I was fascinated by Steve talking about his being a bad sleeper and having lots of anxiety dreams or whatever. Um, So I wanted to draw his attention to a study in 2019 which shows those kind of dreams are actually really role-playing and trying to help you improve your ability to cope with difficult situations when you're awake. So don't think of them as a bad thing anymore. They're actually your dreaming mind, your intuition, your unconscious, trying to help you. If people could just think of their, their dreaming mind as their best friend, it would really, really help them understand that no dream is a bad dream. It's a gift. And this is trying to help you deal with anxiety or difficulties in your waking life in some way. But let's talk about this spaceship, aeroplane dream which i absolutely love because basically it's to boldly go isn't it spaceship is navigation into unknown territory um choosing to do things that you've never done before and that's your life because i'm sure for every interview it's a whole new world that you've got to learn and navigate so it's basically a symbolic inaction of that however a spaceship's not quite as practical as an aeroplane. So it does suggest that maybe you're not grounded enough, that maybe there needs to be more practicality and that some of your life is a bit weird or chaotic. I'm not going to go personal here, that there's maybe <laughs> too much. <laughs> you feeling like you're on the edge, um, you know. And doing things that you've never done before, which of course is, you know, some strange and odd celebrities I'm sure that you, you talk to. But it could also be exploring aspirations that are not realistic. It does suggest a need to be a bit more grounded. However, I'm going to draw your attention to Carl Jung, who believed that spaceships was a symbol in Dream, was spiritual aspiration. And he actually equated them to modern angels. Um, so it does suggest that maybe you've explored the material, people, and you're actually now looking beyond that, which is why you're probably on this podcast and and it's looking beyond the material. you're recognizing that celebrity culture is very much rooted in the material world. It is superficial, it is fun, but you want something more. and that's that spaceship, Captain Kirk. boldly go, <laughs> boldly going where no man's gone for. that's what you want. You want to push the boundaries. you're in your own right as well as talking to interesting people. That's what a spaceship dream, according to Jung, one of the masters of dream interpretation, would symbolise. And I love the fact that it's recurring and showing that this is a running theme. Spiritual awakening, spiritual growth, spiritual development, understanding your dreams. You see, dreams are a way for you to understand yourself. And I think that's why celebrity and Alex has been so clever with his podcast because celebrities, I guess, we think of them as these icons, these confident people, but they're not really because they spend all their life being someone else, whether that's being an actor, a singer, an entertainer, it's a persona. And so their dreams are so interesting because it's their dreaming mind trying to say, well, look, who are you? And so when when we talk about celebrity dreams, we get a window into that. So I find that really interesting because I, I think actually celebrities, despite their confidence, they know themselves less than people who are less in the limelight, if you know what I mean. And um, the goal of life is self-knowledge and self-knowledge is the beginning of all wisdom. And that's what dreams are trying to give everyone is self-knowledge, um, you know, and, and you talk about celebrities learning about them. But I, I think that celebrities know themselves least among people you'd interview. I'm sure if you had people who are less famous on this podcast, Alex, there would be a bit more certainty about who they truly are. So, um, you know, <laughs> dreams are your path to self-knowledge. I'm not being cutting here because we, we love celebrities. We need in, in entertainment and um, and we're, there is this fascination with them. But I think that their dreams are so re- revealing because we're actually getting to know who they are, a glimpse of their soul, a glimpse of that spark
1: Wow, that's absolutely. <laughs> well, no, I was. Well, I was just listening, taking it all in like a sponge. It's it's absolutely fascinating. And and you're right. I mean, there is chaos, is, is, you know, in anyone's life. I suppose
2: something that's limiting your progress, some attitude or some 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 approach you have that is 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 kind of limiting your your progress in some way. That's what I think. A lot of spaceship, a lot of surrealistic dreams draw attention to. It's all about also, though, going into unknown territory all the time. That maybe all the time that's what you're doing. You're going into unknown territory and you're pushing and pushing yourself. But what are you trying to find? What are you trying to find with all this, this exploration? What's the end goal?
1: Captain Spock. <laughs> man <Somewhere. He's laughs> searching for him I think you know it is that'll be my answer I always joke about serious things deflect deflect, um, deflect but, but that's
2: what and that's, that's, but that's, that's what ex- do but that's exactly
1: exactly and it's that's why it's so fascinating to is just sort of listening to that but idea you, you
2: say you want to get to know celebrities on a human level absolutely but what I'm saying is that most of us don't even know ourselves and we, we're mm. so fascinating about other people you know I think that journey of self-knowledge it's an ongoing thing isn't it you you're probably surprising yourself all the time as well, yeah. um, you know. And and every dream you have is 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 a picture, a portrait, a snapshot in time, illustrating where you are unconsciously.
1: Yeah, it's I I think it's, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, not to reveal too much about myself, I am a single man. I live by myself. Like there is that kind of sense of when I look at friends and people that have you know families that sort of grounding whereby they're very secure about who they are at that moment or you know what what they're doing with their with their family and and kids and things, and not having that in a respect, I suppose I'm always thinking, "Oh, I'll do that soon," sort of thing. So there is that sense of.
2: But would you want to give up the spaceship to, you know, get your feet on the ground? Because oh, you know, kids t- be spaceship, making- kids be spaceship, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's interesting. I could immediately sense the chemistry between you and Alex as, as friends, and that Alex is kind of in a similar <laughs> situation right now. Indeed. Um, Am I going to go for the really exciting, you know, adventures or is it time to sort of maybe settle down? You know, this is a, this is going to be a, your dreams are going to play this out. It's going mm. to be interesting to see what happens.
1: For the record, I'm sig- significantly older than Alex, by the way. Right. He's got time on his side.
2: <laughs> hey, John- John- Jonathan Swist once said, no man who is wise wishes to be younger. So, you know, the older you get, the more exciting your dreams get and the more interesting life gets because you get to that observational stance as well. And that's what dreams does as well because in, a, in your dream, you're kind of observing yourself and that's kind of like how in life you should be as well to maybe step outside and watch yourself. It, it's much more empowering to be like that, to not get so invested in it, to not have so many expectations, to be able to detach a bit. And dream therapy, understanding your dreams, helps you do that. Because you observe your dreams and you actually carry that over into your waking life that you began to to step back a bit and observe things rather than over-identify with them. And that's actually when things start to happen and you start to attract what you want into your life rather than chase it.
0: Well, there we go. Do stay with us, Steve, and you too, Teresa. In just a moment, we're going to dive into our dream theme of the week. And this week, it's a great one. We've touched on it already. The theme of celebrities and what it means when famous faces pop up in our dreams. Now, Steve, do you find that perhaps because you're doing these these press junkets, you're doing all these interviews with celebrities all the time that they pop up in your dreams perhaps more often than for somebody, you know, like your friends or your family who have other jobs.
1: I've spoken to my friends a lot about this. And I do find that I think my sort of uh, experiences of celebrities and dreams are sometimes purely based on who's around that week or what I'm doing. But those aren't really the ones I think are those sort of deep dreams. The other dreams I have seem to be as random or as possibly explainable as they are to anyone else who isn't doing this sort of job anyway. So I kind of have those sort of dreams where you sort of near, I really like Bruce Springsteen, David Bowie. You sort of see these icons as it were and they're there and they're almost like friends and they're almost like talking to you like oh, it's a bit funny out there, isn't it? All those people sort of worshipping me. And you're kind of having that chat to them. And then there can also then be that moment, which I know is classic dream territory of, of you suddenly being on stage with them or something and the spotlight suddenly shines on you and they're kind of going, go on then, it's your time. And you're like, whoa, what am I meant to be doing? So it kind of bleeds into that. But the other thing that's interesting, I think, is completely random celebrities coming into dreams. I had a dream fairly recently about a friend of mine who was flying this is in the dream she doesn't do this for real she was flying to a school to pick up gareth gates and (laughs) i was kind of there watching her with this private jet she's not a pilot i don't know where that came from with this private jet picking up gareth gates I can't remember the last time I really thought about Gareth Gates. Lovely guy, I'm, I'm sure. But, I, you know, I don't know where that came from. And, and almost in a way, I find that more fascinating. Like random, really random celebrities <laughs> that random you, haven't read, you haven't read about in years suddenly popping up and going, yeah, my friend's picking you up on a private jet. That was a great one. My friend couldn't have cared less about me telling her about that dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? It, it? These dreams we have about celebrities... You've summed it up there, Steve. Sometimes they feel really, really real. And I've had some discussions with celebrities. I mean, goodness me, rock stars about toast. You know, completely random, but it's felt really real. So, Teresa, what does it mean when we we absorb these characters, these famous characters, into our dreams and we engage with them?
2: I mean Steve is a special case because he spends his life with celebrities and we tend to dream about obviously we dream about what we know and what we experience so him he's a, would be a, a special case with celebrity dreams from for people who don't mix with celebrities there's a different meaning and I'll quickly go over that yeah, I mean, please, a, a, yeah according to Freud it's wish fulfillment desire for recognition what you want to be something about this person is some aspect or um um you know lifestyle or or personality that you want for yourself they're kind of Of you know, same with Jung, it's archetypes, aspect of yourself that are buried or latent, or or even a shadow or hidden side, you know, or behavior you won't acknowledge. They represent aspects of yourself that need to be integrated or dealt with. Um, And you know, you've got to ask yourself if you dream of a celebrity, why that particular one? For example, if you dream of Madonna, why wouldn't you dream of Adele? What is it about Madonna? in particular so you've got to go to your personal association uh, with that celebrity what's hidden and and needs a spotlight turned on in you research that person that's what i would urge people listening who dream about celebrities a lot and actually whenever i do dream decoding phone-ins on radio or whatever i would say 80 percent of the dreams feature celebrities showing just how powerful they are in people's psyche because they represent something. They're symbolic of something. And of course, your dreaming mind speaks in the language of symbols. So it seizes on a celebrity because of the what that celebrity symbolically represents. Now to go to Steve, totally different case, of course, because celebrities are every day for him. So he's, his dreams are really interesting. Um, I love the fact that you talked about Bruce Spring- Springsteen, was it? And David Bowie. Yeah, yeah both singers and of course you're well known you're so famous for singing to to famous people as well so clearly that music something that's in in your heart way too kind (laughs) but but also it ties in don't you see because dreams are like a series they all connect together I tell people to look at dreams not in isolation but as a series and that's why I encourage them to write them down they tie into your spaceship dream as well This David Bowie you know Major Tom and Bruce Springsteen I happen to know this because I, I follow space travel he was one of the first singers to be heard in space. His song Rendezvous in 1999 was what the, astro- the space shuttle astronauts heard first. And it, he's actually been played in space. So I think, again, your dreaming mind is so clever. Picking That's amazing. These- <laughs> People who kind of like the space theme coming, coming out in them again. Um, but so why them? That's what you've got to think about. Both of them are highly individualistic Eccentric? Um, why them? Because you could have picked any celebrity. You, you've spoken. I mean, i mean, so, so actually, you know, I'm trying to calm my nerves here because you've speaking to so many famous people. <laughs> why those two? Why those two? What they? What are they saying to you? What? What are? What are they highlighting? And I think it again. It goes to space, uncharted territories, pushing yourself, and spiritual awakening. The need for spiritual growth beyond the material. This stuff, you know, this life, this career, relationship, it's not everything. You've got some kind of spiritual growth that your dreaming mind is urging you to explore and dreams are the starting point to that.
1: It's interesting with Springsteen because he always talks about travelling, of course, and escaping the hometown and and going on a journey and adventure somewhere so that all tallies doesn't it
2: were they people also who didn't really feel at home finding that you know so individualistic experimenting constantly reinventing Mm. fascinating you could have picked any singer But those two in particular, you know, look at their lives, read their biographies. I mean, I think if if celebrities appear in your dreams, read their biographies. You know, something will speak to you and you'll get that aha moment. You know, when you've interpreted a dream correctly, because you get that suddenly that calmness, that inner calm and you go, aha, I get it. I get what you're trying to tell me, intuition, which, as I say, is tuition from within. That's what your dreams are. They're your inner therapist talking to you in the only language they can, which is symbols. But Gareth Gates is another singer. But it's interesting because your friend comes into this. But remember, in dreams, your friend is an aspect of yourself. You're bringing in Gareth Gates. Now, from what I know about him, I don't know that much. He overcame um, a stammer, didn't he? He overcame Mm. difficulties and then shot to fame. But he is a classic example of how fleeting... And unreal fame I think he, he also settled down you
1: know and I think I remember reading stuff about him at many like I say this is not a recent thing that I've read or thought about him consciously anyway but I, I remember years ago he did speak about that idea of you know falling out the other side of that instant fame and and then finding family and settling down and and finding happiness in that respect you know that realization that there was much more to life uh, was something I, I recall reading about him years ago
2: that's um that's an interesting parable there for you to to unpick about the nature of celebrity but it sounds from talking to you you're actually very wise you you know because of the way you approach celebrities you can see you don't the awe isn't there? You you should see that. You, you haven't very... spoken to
0: Steve for long enough, Teresa. Don't okay. worry. He, he, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll, the mask will slip in a minute
1: yeah. okay. <laughs> when, when those stories come out. <laughs>
2: he's an he's an anthropologist. He's interested in human nature. He's interested in people. Why these people? Why are they? You know, what's what what is it about them that is so fascinating that that other people want to know? He wants to learn. His curiosity in his waking life for other people is being mirrored in his wildly fantastic dreams. Um, But sooner or later, these recurring dreams are going to go on and on because your dreaming mind's going to want to turn the spotlight on you. Um, And, you you know...
1: (laughs) That's what I want. It's about me.
2: (laughs) Who who am I? What's my legacy? What do I want to do myself? Um, That's where it's going to do, because I guess, Alex, with you, too, I mean, you spend your time interviewing people, finding out about people. But is that all avoiding who you are and what you want to do?
0: Well, this is one of those classic moments where I do what Steve was talking earlier and deflect that with another (laughs) question.
1: I think think in fairness, you know, knowing Alex, we are very similar in our sort of we want to tell a story. And there's a very precise, exact way that we both have of telling our story that in a way we're quite stubborn about this is how I tell my story. And I know we're both like that as journalists, like just we want to get across the point.
0: Yeah, but I am i am yet to sing to anybody, Steve. I think there's a, it's a point to make on that one. Um, anyway, but on the point of deflecting, uh, Teresa, I was keen to ask you, actually, uh, because obviously you've been decoding dreams for so many years, so many people have celebrity-themed dreams. I'm wondering if that spills over into your dreams, whether you've dreamt of celebrities at all.
2: I, well, look, I suppose it's your background because I'm not so into the celebrity cult. Co- I've just been an author. So I tend to dream of people like, um, you know, like writers or or, or religious figures because I studied theology. Um, like I dream of Buddha a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> but no, I don't dream of celebrities too much. No. Um, although oh, I get stacks of messages and I can tell you the one I get the most messages about people dreaming of Princess Diana.
1: And wow. Mike, really? Michael right. Jackson,
2: Michael Jackson, those two—it's like here we go again. People have met Michael Jackson in their dreams, um, and uh, or Princess Diana. I've 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 got a, a whole database of those those dreams.
1: That's but, fascinating. Mm, mm, yeah, I the guess two. they're they they're two kind of you know huge celebrities that almost just outdid the notion of celebrity during well the eighties. I suppose maybe it's a thing of a certain era, but they both were huge, huge. Icons in a way that, you know, many celebrities don't reach that.
2: But I mean, with Diana, especially, she's where the vulnerability, the the empathy, the heart on the sleeve, the the erratic nature. I mean, I think mm. there's a there's a Diana, you know, latent in a lot of people, and it's actually more men that dream of Diana and more women that dream of Michael Jackson, which I find interesting.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: um, Dreams are fascinating. But I get a a whole load of, you know, Harry Styles is is increasingly coming up for some reason. He was in Um, one of my. Steve's this week. There you go. Steve,
0: that's (laughs) in your territory now. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: was. Yeah, it was. He he was one of the ones that sort of popped up. And in a weird way, I mean, I think. uh, I won't try not to go into an hour's sort of uh, talk about Harry Styles. Harry Styles is a way, a sort of modern celebrity who I think just gets the notion of what it is to be a celebrity. He doesn't believe in himself, you know, as being some sort of God figure. He's just a nice guy who's doing a a very business-like approach to being a celebrity, talking to everyone, doesn't talk down on people. And I think that sort of reflects really in the idea of why he popped into my head. And I did write a really weird song about Harry Styles getting me a chair once to sit on because there was no chair when I went to interview them. So he is in my head for a reason because I see him as being this kind of like, sounds weird, it's gone a bit weird now, gone surreal. He's that kind of sort of... But he's that sort of celebrity that I think does understand the notion of it's a job and it's a job he does very, very well. And, it, and that's why he's successful, because he knows yeah. how to do it.
2: And to continue that uplifting note, I do think famous people, celebs in your dreams are just telling you to go for it because they integrate the positive qualities you admire in that person into your own personality. Um, so you just reflect on what that celebrity you know, means to you. Because it may not be their fame or their beauty or their money or their followers. It just may be the psychological aspects that you're focusing on or how they've recovered from an addiction. Or, you know, in Gareth Gates, for example, he overcame a stammer. You know, it may be that that you need to focus on. He overcame something so difficult. Um, You know, get in touch with those aspects of yourself and and bring them into manifestation in your own life, I think. But as I say, the dreaming mind will just seize on celebrities... Simply because you know <laughs> they they are so such an easy symbol. you know, it's something that will speak very quickly to you. That's all. It doesn't necessarily mean you're fame obsessed if you're dreaming with celebrities. It just means that this is a, a great symbol to, to to impart a message as quickly as possible. And then when you've got that message, I can move on to other things. That's what you dream how your dreaming mind thinks. Once you've got what I'm trying to tell you, I'll move on and give you some more fascinating scenarios to unpick and become a detective and find out more about yourself and the fascinating, unique miracle of DNA every single one of us is.
0: Well, I think celebrities as a dream theme of the week has been. I mean, really, it's the dream theme of the whole series. And Steve, it's been fascinating to get your insights and, of course, Teresa's insights into your dreams. So, you know, now you, you're we're coming to the end of our journey together on the podcast, and you have been, if you like, the one under the spotlight for a change. What are you going to take away from all this?
1: Oh, there's so much to unpick here, isn't it? I need to obviously find a spaceship and uh, get a Star Trek outfit to uh, to sort of exist in. <laughs> Let's be I've, honest, you've I've...
0: already got the Star Trek outfit, Steve. Come on.
1: <laughs> you know me too well. Um, no, this is absolutely mind blowing on a very serious level, Teresa. I mean, I, I just absolutely fascinated by every word that you've said and and could carry on listening to this um, all day long. And I think it's really interesting for us all to unpick, you know, what that means, that heart, the idea of that journey of where I'm going, uh, you know, or or what these celebrity encounters mean has just been so fascinating. You can't see me, but I've been sat here with my jaw kind of just wide open going, wow, in my head. So thank you so much for unpicking the strangeness
2: that is my head. (laughs) Your dreams are trying to help that your best friend... Every single symbol has a magic message for you. Um, and, and if you just see it like that, then it gets so exciting because you learn that there's so much in there to find out about yourself. Every mm. symbol has a powerful message and the spaceship oh my goodness you could write a book about that (laughs) how much do i
1: owe you both for this (laughs) session by the way
0: (laughs) honestly steve it's been our pleasure steve hargrave thank you so much for coming on the podcast and of course thank you for letting us into your dreams thank you In Your Dreams will return for a second season soon. Thank you very much for listening to our first season. Please do subscribe to the podcast across all major podcast platforms. This has been a Reva Media production hosted and devised by Alex Morgan. I look forward to seeing you next time.